UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, Howling in the Street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. Wow, that was weird. Hey guys, how's it going? Oh, there's only three people in the chat so far. I figured I would start early and then I offered people to come in. Whoever wants to come in can come in and join me for an hour before Jessica joins. Um, uh, as the as the uh, as the uh, chat builds up, um, you know, maybe Jamie will join me. I'm not sure or if somebody, but um, I basically just got screwed over by um, some psychic that I met on Facebook. Like her name was um, her name Moon Priestess Magic or something, something like that. Like, and uh, you know, like she said that she wanted to do readings, and you know, it was like she was like supposed to do readings, and like so I said, okay, you can come on and do readings. I scheduled it. Then she flaked out at the last minute. So I was like, wow, this is like really ridiculous. Like, so um, uh, if you guys have questions for me until Jessica gets here, we can do that. Or um, I, I mean, like I, I can't answer psychic questions or anything like that. I know uh, Jamie Angel Wing said she might want to join. Um, I'm just going to kind of go through the chat and see everybody who's in here. Um, Mad Mystic is in here. Uh, Mad Mystic. I'll just start showing stuff. Mad Mystic's in here. Kimberly Ray. What, these were the people that all commented. Rox Rachel is in here. Andromedan. Until the sun dies. I saw your, dude, I saw your comment. I, 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 until the sun dies is awesome. Like, I saw your comment that you had a, a dream and, and like, that, that that's amazing man like that that I, I read that i was like i was like um really like 
I was really taken back by that. But I don't want to share your dream like with the, the rest of the, uh, the the crowd. But like tonight's show should be really good. You know, um, Jessica Jones is going to come on and she's going to talk about her experience at the uh, Journey to Truth conference. Um, Selena says, Rob, you look like you're leveling up. Yeah, I got a lot of new lights and stuff. I got um, a light in the back that and that that's supposed to be that's supposed to stand up against the wall, but it, it doesn't for some reason. And I got a light right here, too. Uh, you can't see it. But I got a light right in the front. So I got four lights. I got I got four lights right now. Um, I like the I like the neon lights. They're the LED lights. I, I seem to like them a lot. Like they, they give a lot of color. And then they, they make everything a little bit more personable, I think. I don't know. Like, it is funny, right, Selena? It is, it is funny. I think so. Like, you know, but um, I like them, you know. Maybe it might be a little bit too much. Oh, my soul. My soul's low. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I never thought about that. I've been feeling a lot better lately. I've been feeling a lot better lately. I think I'm finally getting over the breakup. And, like, I mean, you'd think I would be over it by now. So I think I am. Like, um, I don't know. We'll see. But, um Oh, Selena, do you want to come on and do readings? You can come on for like, I don't know, we have uh, a half hour until Jessica Jones joins us. So whoever wants to uh, come on, I I, uh, I dropped the link in the chat. And uh, here's the link again. If somebody wants to come and join me, you can come and join me and talk for a little bit. Um, uh, here. Angel Wing said she wanted to come, but then she didn't... Um, she didn't, she never, she never showed up. So, um, I, I don't know, like, but this is the link. If somebody wants to join me, um, if you guys have any questions for me, um, I don't know what, exactly what I could answer, you know, maybe I shouldn't have started early, but that this is fine. Like, you know, um, I'm here. Um, Selena says she's going to read rocks. I can't believe I got I got flaked out on by this psychic. That really rubs me the wrong way. Like I had to block her on Facebook, like because like she was just like I don't know. So um, maybe I'll message Jessica or just hang in there, guys. I'm gonna message Jessica and tell her I started early and see if she wants to start early. Sorry, I know this is probably boring. Oh, hey, hi, Heidi. Good to see you. Yeah, I got, yeah, Rox, I'm serious. I got ghosted. I like, okay, so this girl, I'm not going to say her name again because I don't want to put her shit out there. Her name was, um, oh, here's Angel Wings. She joined me. That's cool. We'll, we'll have Angel Wings for the first hour. So that'll be someone that, so here she comes. I'm glad she came. She came. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's going I a, on? And hop up here and save you. <laughs> yeah, I got ghosted. I, I got ghosted for like the, the you know, but Jessica's gonna join me in an hour and now like in like 40 minutes now. Jessica will be joining me. So um, you know, like and then we'll have a regular show. But like, how are you? What's going on? Oh, great, great. I tell you what, them solar flares have increased so much and it's gotten crazy. What do you, why, why do you think that is? What do you think is going on? 
Um, I don't know. It's like it's preparing some of us for something big, real, big coming for sure. There's something to it, or it wouldn't, no, it wouldn't be quite as strong as it is. I mean, oh, it just seems like uh, I don't know, like a countdown to something. You think it has something to do with like the awakening, or like? Oh yeah, definitely. Because if you're not awake, you definitely will be soon. And even people that don't feel it are starting to feel it. I notice. I noticed at work, so many people are actually getting affected by all the stuff going on. They just don't understand what's going on because, you know, they're not in tune with it. They're not awake like we are to it and don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, so how, how's your energy bar been going lately? Are you still doing a lot of like um, energy healing and, and stuff like that? Yeah, when I can. I've. That that overnight job is really keeping me busy, but the the flares have been keeping me awake too. That's crazy because the last not not yesterday, but the last three days before that, I couldn't sleep at all. It was weird. I would pass out, I would get home from work, almost falling asleep driving, get home, go to sleep, and I'd literally sleep two hours, and then I was ding wide awake the entire day. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's uh it's um it's weird, right? Um, oh, I wanted to go over this. I'm I'm so glad you joined me. I was gonna say one thing that you uh shared with me on Facebook that you can um that you can share with the audience is the photos that you've taken. And are you still taking those photos? And you have photos of the sun. You have photos of UFOs, right? Oh yeah, I've I've been getting really good ones. Did you see the last one I sent you? It was a good one. I. It, I don't know. It's, it was weird. It almost looked like it reminded me of a donut. Because <laughs> you, you can, can share see your the screen. Do you, do, you, do you have them on your computer? You can share your screen if you want. Oh, I have them on my. I'm on my phone. I wonder if you could share them. Like that'd be interesting to see. Like, did you um did you watch the show the other night? And what did you think of that? Did you think that guy had some pretty interesting information? Oh yeah, some a, a lot of that stuff. Even if all of it don't resonate, I try to be respectful in chat, and it resonates with some people, I'm sure. And and a lot, you know, a lot of information may seem like it don't connect, but it, later on it does. And you know, so I try not to, you know, this uh, like you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater type of deal. <laughs> There's discernment still within discernment, you know. There's like stuff within that sometimes you don't quite understand because it's uh, it's almost like it's a hidden message in there and you don't catch it until later yeah like a like a crop circle like a crop circle is always like a hidden message it seems like you know like it seems mm -hmm. like that, that's what they are like i don't know or, or did you want to do a couple readings for the people in the audience or what which we, we could do whatever you want you know we can oh, just keep on bsing you know <laughs> yeah yeah i got um I got a new deck. What do you what's your new deck? It's a it's a Chinese oracle. Oh, that's cool. Kind of interesting. Really neat. Oh, do you wanna um here's something we can do. You can read me. You can read me while we're um while we're waiting and then if other people want read they can drop a comment in the chat. But do you wanna do that? Yeah, sure. That See would they be got cool. the the yin and yang, the negative and positive end. I love the yin and yang. Oh, we'll get this fired up. Yeah, there we go. This is awesome. Like, 
So how, so you're still working the, uh, the nighttime job then? And how's that going? Like, it's actually going really good. I'm meeting a lot of interesting people and it's like, I don't know. Sometimes when I get certain jobs, it's like, uh, literally like a godsend. It's like a place where I'm supposed to meet other people like me. Are there, are there other people there like that are like awake? Like you are? Uh, yeah, yeah. Some, some, some I run into that don't know their gifts. Some do some, I even ran into one that, who he starts pretty dark. He actually practiced magic for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. You, sometimes you gotta watch for people who practice magic, you know, like, um, let me see what's going on in the chat. Arizona Raven says she's making smoothies. That sounds good. It's like it's a hot day. Where? What part of the country are you in, Angel Wings? Wisconsin. Oh, you're in Wisconsin. I'm in Pittsburgh. It's it's nice and warm here today. It's like 80 degrees. It's really nice. It's like 80 degrees. I went for a run earlier, and I uh, and I um, it, it was just amazing. Yeah. Arizona. Right now we're doing readings with um, Angel Wings until Jessica gets here. So for all you guys that are kind of just joining in now, Angel Wings is going to read me real quick. And then if anybody else wants a reading, you can kind of drop it in the chat and we'll, we'll try to get your reading. And then at, um, at 6.50 or around 6.50, I think that's when Jessica Jones is going to join us. So then I'll, I'll like Angel Wings will leave and then Jessica Jones will join us. And then I'll do the show with Jessica. But like we, so we have like a good half hour to kill until she gets here. And then, and then, uh, you know, like, yeah, it should be fun. But, um, yeah, but what was I going to say? Yeah, it's it's just, like, really, oh, 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 wow. Well, those cards are so cool. I know, look at that. You got the positive side of the rabbit. And what does that mean? What do you think? What do you think it means? Well, uh, well I was going to look, look it up and see. It's new deck, so I'm not... But the the rabbit mean I'm not quite familiar with the Chinese zodiac with the rabbit, but I know the dog is loyalty because yeah. you got the. But that's in the negative aspect, so maybe there's something about your loyalty that is too much, and you gotta let go. So I have yeah. a hard time with that. Yeah, I I do. I do. I, you're right. I uh I think I'm too nice to everybody. You know. Like, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm too. Uh, I'm too, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah. Elegant, tender, gentle energies, exquisite, gentle, nimble, kind-hearted. Accompanied by a dragonfly, the rabbit gently stands on the shoulder of a fairy with their air of elegance and peace. He guards the territory and bears responsibility firmly without any timidity and concession. Wow, they got fancy words in here. <laughs> Positive meaning, careful, tactful, tender, peaceful, responsible, patient during your outmost, gaining real strength by fusing both charm and force. Passive meetings, expressing your opinions, trusting your intuition. Being yourself, ooh, that reads you pretty good. Yeah, that that said, that sounds like me, really, honestly. Like that's, uh, <laughs> that that's yeah. uh, that's that's really that's really exactly like me. Um, Queen Peachy Keen says rabbits are charming. They are. Mm -hmm. They're interesting. They're they're uh, 
they're one of the interesting animals to me are so interesting in general. They're just like, um, I think I believe everything has a soul, and I believe we're all connected at some at some level. Do you do you feel that way as well? Oh yeah, definitely. There's a connection with everything that so a lot just don't notice. And I've noticed there there's actually way more to the little things than there is to the big things. The big stuff seems to be part of a distraction and the smaller things seem to be where it's at. Yeah. 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 It's like it's like getting away from the mainstream world, right? I'm going to read mm -hmm. some comments here. We're getting um, Arizona, uh, Rocks Rachel says she has a garden. She says, can't wait for my fruit to bloom. F pears, four kind of cherries, two kind of plums, peaches, nectarines, apricots, blueberries, pink popcorn, blueberries, pineapple, strawberries. Wow, that sounds like an amazing garden. I wish I had that. Wow. That, that's, uh, I gotta get, I gotta do something like that. That's, uh, that's, that's right up my alley. That's, know? that's a fruit salad in heaven. <laughs> Yeah, really, that is. That's awesome, Rock, that you're doing that. Like, when did you start doing that? That's amazing. Like, uh, and, yeah, I'd be, uh, I'd be picking yeah. one, uh, a handful of everything and throwing some whipped topping on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Arizona Raven wants to know who's the guest. Again, what's going on is, is uh, we're killing time until uh, Jessica Jones gets here. Um, the angel wings was nice because my psychic fell through. I had supposed to have a psychic and she fell through and angel wings was nice enough to join me. And I kind of wanted to start early because like, I just kind of wanted to be on and kind of BS with you guys tonight. So that's kind of what we're doing. We're just, it's, there's really no format right now. Like we don't have to do anything. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just winging it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love your shirt. That's nice. That's so <laughs> Light, the light so and dark. Much. Yeah, I think that fits you so much. Like, that fits your personality. <laughs> I really think that's cool. Yeah, I, I, lo I love it when it came in. It, it, it fits perfect. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Everybody oh, in the chat very cool shirt. Oh, thanks, guys. I know I love this shirt. It's like... And I got angel wings on both sides, my back and the front. <laughs> Which card is that? This is the negative part of the dog. Oh, okay. It doesn't necessarily mean anything bad, just maybe stuff you got to work on. Uh, a reliable, solid back uh, backing. Loyal, cooperative, dedicated, friendly. Regardless of how the day and night alternative or alternate, how time passes by, the dog always stands by behind the fairy in a company and the backer of the fairy forever. Faithful, reliable, helpful, determined, perseverance, share, weight. The strength of perseverance can beat time, but you got the negative side, so it's conservative, stubborn, poor, ex poor expression. Um, be flexible, listen and stop. Understanding meanings love and start with loving yourself. Oh, there we go. Again, more of the loving yourself coming through. Yeah, maybe I need to do that. I need a, a, something I, I don't think I do enough, you know? Mm-hmm. 
that's interesting. That really is. Like, I feel like this reading definitely suits me. Like, um, it's definitely like what, what <laughs> might be up with me lately. Cause like, I, I just have feel like I haven't been myself lately and I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. That's probably why that the negative side came up. Cause you gotta be a little more flexible. You have to stop and listen. Maybe you're getting too far ahead of yourself and you're not listening to little things that are coming. Maybe you've been given messages and haven't caught them. Yeah. Okay. So if anybody else wants a reading in the chat, if you want uh, uh, Angel Wings to pull a card for you, put your, put your, put your, just put it in the chat and she can do it, you know, for you guys. Um, but what else has been going on, Angel Wings? Like, uh, do you do any like paranormal investigations, or do you just take a lot of pictures of the the uh, the, the sun and the UFOs and stuff like that? Yeah, I take a lot of pictures. Well, it was like uh, last night. Well, not last night. A couple nights ago, I sent you that newest one. Um, would you be able to share and show that one? I'm not sure if you could bring stuff in from your Facebook chat or not. Let me let me let me look it up. Let me see if I can. Hold on. I'm gonna. I'm going to see if I can pull stuff up. Yeah, because that, that would be amazing for them to see it. I'd, I do have it posted also on my channel, too, if they want to take a quick glance. I just uploaded it yesterday. I'm going to try to pull this up, guys. It's hard for me to share on, on Facebook, but I'll try. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Oh, well, oh, I said if I jumped on, I'll, uh, I was going to ask a drama, a drama in something for a drama in now, where did it go though? It flew by. Can you post your question again? Let me oh, wait, see if I, I got find it. it while I'm I had to scroll, this. scroll up to find it. He says, hi, angel wings. Here's my question. I'm wondering, if we, hold on, let me, uh, let me put it up on the screen. I'll, I'll, All right. My, Computers were acting funny because. Uh, well, I'll, I I could I could do these cards since I already got them out. I, I haven't used them quite a lot, but uh, I could also check the angel deck itself too. I have that handy. Oh, I have I have a handful of animal decks too. I just kind of go with the flow of the energies and read those because I didn't. I had to look the book up separately. I hate when I got to do that, so I just kind of go with the animal stuff and. Go with what it tells me instead of reading from the book on that one. Showing up on the screen, it's not. It's not showing up on the screen. I don't know. I don't understand what's going on. Like, oh, I see it. Is it show? Oh, there it is. It took a minute. I think our energies are glitching everything out. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> we have Why so much energy. Why you answer that question? I'm trying to pull up your message. All right, connection. Whoa, not the whole deck. Let <laughs> me that. What's such a thin deck, too? Because it's got all the animals, positive and negative, but it's a smaller deck than I'm used to. All right. I'm having it takes a little bit. Up these messages. All right. Well, I noticed that a few times you're a little audible on my end, too. It's fine now. Yeah, the, the little robot voice came through. 
My screen seems slightly glitchy too. That's weird. Unless that's just me. Oh, here's your here's your um you sent a video too. Hopefully we could share it without everything crashing. <laughs> there we go. Oh, we have the dragon. Oh. How can I share this without sharing my whole screen? Like, I, I don't know how to. It's loading. Okay. The dragon, the negative side, and the pig. Oh, hold on a second. That's okay. I'm just pulling up these photos. Oh my God! You do have you have some really good UFO evidence. Hold on, let me try to pull this up. While you're doing that, I'm trying, guys. I'm trying to pull up Jamie's or Angel Wings's um, uh, UFO. She sent me a, a evidence of a UFO. I'm gonna try to share my screen. I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying right now. Hold on. Oh. Is, is it working? Let's see here. Should it should work? Can you see this angel wings? I wonder what that is. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I just had to get my kid situated. She came back for visiting her kid, her friends. Um, I'm, I'm sharing my screen. You guys see the UFO? This is what you sent me, the UFO. Yeah, it was neat. It, it was like two, two. You could clearly see one was an air. What one was an airplane? And there's literally a, a second photo. I thought I was taking a photo of the same thing, but it's not. It, it's like it, it was uh, going behind, fixing the chemtrail it was leaving behind. So it was like so. There is that's proof right there that there are other ships out there helping us get rid of all that crap. Oh, that's chemtrails, more chemtrails, right? Yeah. And then the, the good more ship chemtrails. was bumping it. Then you sent a video. Let me see the video. Oh, yeah. That one's really good. I'll zoom in and it... This stuff. Yeah, I'll zo it'll zoom in and then it gets bigger and bigger and it's a it's almost like a, a donut you can see in the middle in a ring oh this is so cool. what is that 
<laughs> it's an orb that came out to see me. It's a big shipping. That's amazing. That's it, I mean, my computer is moving slow, but that is so cool. Yeah, it was actually moving a lot for me, and it it like it was excited I could see it. Do you think it was meant? Do you think they they meant to send this to you? Yeah. So I was in a hurry trying to get to work, and something just kept telling me to look up. But I literally looked, glanced up, and saw that moving all over the place. <laughs> it was like, hey, look at me. This is amazing stuff, Jamie. Like, this is really cool. Um, I, I mean, I'm going through this. I'll go, go through some of the other stuff you sent me. Um, just like pictures of the sun. Do you think that's like that we have like a, a binary solar system? Mm -hmm. Or like a binary I know sun, I like two suns? Yeah. And my... My eye, my eyesight has increased so dramatically. I've opened up so much that I can actually see light beams. Like I take pictures of the sun, I can see rays of all that from the sun. I see that in all the lights. It starts to get annoying, though. I get a weird time to load. I don't know. This is the, I, what is this one? Oh, another orb. Wow. <laughs> this That's pretty cool. Yeah. I've been catching pretty neat when stuff. When did you film this one? Oh, probably a while ago, but I, I just keep, there's, they're out there all the time now. Now, every time I look up, there's a whole bunch, and there's, like, this one really big one, and some people say that it's, she keeps trying to tell me it's a star, and I said, no, there's no way that's a star or even a planet, because it's there all the time, directly above my house, in the same spot. I mean, it's if it was a, an anomaly, right? I mean, it's an yeah, yeah, anomaly yeah. of some sort, like. Because it wouldn't be stationary oh, directly really above my house if it was a star or planet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, until the sun dies. Yeah, they I'll move. Go, I'll go back and share share some more. I, 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 when I toggle back, I can't... Oh, and some oh, of them are like, pictures. Yeah, that's a, a spirit in my house. I got a picture of that was lit up. I caught him in the garbage. <laughs> Dumps, dumpster diving, I guess. <laughs> that's cool. That is so cool. It's definitely an anomaly of some sort, right? That's what it seems like. More yeah. pictures of the sun. Yeah, I get really good pictures of the sun. Sometimes there's other stuff in the sun too. Oh yeah, like there's there is in here. You can see that. You can see uh it almost looks like a planet beside it, right? Yeah. It's almost or like a sun and a thunder or something. Is. 
Uh, and then the reflections that show up too are just unreal. Yeah, like in this one, look, there's the sun, and then um, oh my god, look at the, the energy coming off that, and then like the uh, the green underneath there. That's that's kind of strange, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lens flare, or a lens lens reflect but the but there's something to that there's more than just a reflection i think it reflects me too when i'm taking that picture and sometimes there'll be like like a cross next to the reflection a, a cross looking thing like it like it's catching a glimpse of some something in my aura or something that reflects in it yeah that's interesting that's another orb well, then people always try to put off the reflection part, but I don't. I don't know. I think there's something more to that reflection, also. There's, cause it's like you're reflecting something from you in the lens flare. Yeah. Oh well, I I got an answer to Andromeda in a little bit. I pulled cards oh. for him. Oh, should I, uh, should I, um, should I stop sharing then? I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll stop sharing. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. That's the first time I've been able to, like, share those to other people in chat. I got good pictures. The recent one was the best. I think, too, oh, it's because... Are, those my... are really interesting. Like, those are, those are fun, for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, I get, like, uh, I... I I'm a lot higher in dimensions now. I can tell by how my pictures are showing up because there's starting to be a lot more dimensions to everything. Because I'm, I'm able to like. Oh wait, hold on, Jamie. Hold on, hold on. It kicked you out for some reason. Are you there? I'm here. Okay. It it it. it, it well, well, hold on. It's, this thing's acting up tonight. Hold on. Why is this doing this tonight? Oh my god. I can't add a guest. Maybe I leveled up too far. <laughs> <laughs> this is like crazy with technology today, right? This is insane. Yeah, it is. And my mine's perfect because I'm using my phone. I quit I quit I didn't use my computer this time because my computer's all glitchy too. Sometimes my camera works, sometimes it don't. It's really weird. And it's like every time it doesn't upgrade, then it, my camera doesn't work. And then okay. the next upgrade, it'll work. So where, how, do you see those orbs all the time? Oh, yeah. Now I see them constantly when I go outside. That's fascinating. I, I can't see anything <laughs> here. That's why I'm so interested in it. Like I, uh, Oh, Rox wants you to pull cards for her, too. Like. Oh, and someone had a question about why don't I don't like the feeling of the sun most of the time. Well, I've caught glimpses of so many solar flares the last three days that have been really hard and intense. And there's sunspots that are facing directly at the earth. And it, it affects your magnet because each of us have our own magnetic field, too. And so it's been getting stronger and stronger. And it seems like the the weaker the earth, 
magnetic stuff gets, the stronger ours get individually. Do you think that has something to do with what's going on with, like I said before, like the awakening, like energy is being sent to the planet and like we're picking up the energy like that. Do you, do you have a feeling that's what's going on? Yeah, definitely. I feel like there's a there's a higher work at a higher source at work for sure. Filter in filtering in all extra energies, because I noticed even when the sun doesn't do its thing, it's almost like there's portals opened up and directed energy at us. Because wow. you have to, because you'll have a Lionsgate portal that opens sometimes, and then everything with the moon. Oh, and with the moon, just uh, there's Steve Noble I'm subscribed to that d actually does uh, reverse moon meditation. So you want to reverse the polarity of the moon because you don't want what it's at now because uh, the moon energies is, is like like the soul entrapment and everything. So you reverse the energy and it reverses the proper way it's supposed to be so that you're getting the positive side of the energy instead of the negative. That's cool. You see, I just changed the lights in here. It's, it's really giving off a, a really cool light. It's probably a little bit too much like a, it's like a rave in my room. You know, I didn't mean for it to look like <laughs> but, I like you know, it. It gives it a little bit of flair, or you know, um, yeah. Queen Peachy Queen, Queen Peachy Keen says blue blood moons, purple lightning, white sun, like living on a box of tricks. That's funny. I had to put that comment up. That's hilarious. Like, Chad, I, I don't want to butcher your last name. Kozlikowski <laughs> said the soul entrapment has been stopped. I hope so, because I don't want to oh. come back. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's that's the two uh, reversing the moon's polarity and everything, or reversing, because and that that's what's going on right now too. I think the Earth is actually in reverse mode. I think that's why our gifts are finally increasing too. Yeah, that is that's interesting. Like, because I because I read upon the information on the set the seraphim which I'm connected to were once guardians of the ley lines. And I, I believe we've taken control of those again. And even there's even new paths being created to cancel the earthquakes and volcanoes and all the weather anomalies is because we're realigning the earth again properly. It's going, the earth itself is going through heavy upgrades with us. Yeah. It's like, it's like forming, it seems like it's forming like a new earth, like, like a new, I mean, what, do you think that's kind of, or what do you think is going on? Like, Chad says we're being prepared for ascension. We may be, right? I don't know. You never know. Could be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Selena's mentioning a major shift. <laughs> it's more than a shift. It's a multitude. The earth, the earth and souls are being reborn again and again. Like uh consciously reborn, not physically, but it and well, it affects your body physically too, because your energy is reborn, recreated, you're being becoming more and more into yourself. So it cleanses and flushes out stuff in your body. That's why people are getting more sick sometimes too. 
You know what? That's so weird you said that because I spent a lot of time out on the sun today and I'm starting to feel sick now. I felt like sick all day. Like right before I came on tonight, I got like like real cold, like sweats. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, why do I feel that way? I shouldn't feel that way. And then I start to think conspiracy wise. I'm thinking like someone's messing with me. But I was like, well, who would care about my little podcast? I was like, I don't think anybody's messing with me. Maybe it has something to do with like the energies and what's going on. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Cause your body's flushing itself out. And you, yeah. And like uh, Selena said, you're purging. So basically you're purging everything. You're like, pur you know, even emotions, you're purging emotions. It, it's like you're detoxing your entire system. You're detoxing your soul. You're removing the corruption. Oh, and I made it and I made an epiphany and realization too, which probably a lot of people have, but I guess it seems more well, the energies, because you know that everyone talks about demons and everyone talks about the bad energy and everyone talks about evil. And I have a correction to that. Um dark and light is not necessarily evil it's the corrupted version of the demonic side even angels even angelic can have a corrupt a corruption point it's like you're purging and cleansing and healing through the corrupted part bringing yourself back together that makes more sense yeah that does make sense it, it's the cor corruption, uh, like through an AI system, corrupted some of us, and we're trying to regain and healing through it all. That's interesting. That's so interesting. It is. That's that's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Lena Ingalls says uh, stagnant energy. Yeah. So don't be afraid of the dark and light because it's it's more of a masculine and feminine dark and light. Same concept. It's all one and the same. It's There actually isn't any side when you think about it. You're healing it, bringing it together. So really there's only one. You're coming together as one. It's like being down Mr. here in this Jesus. condensed... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's like in a... It's such a dense conduct, you know, dense area that it's almost like it splits you in half. It like pulls you apart almost, and you're healing and bringing it all back together as one. Are you having sleep issues too? Because this Mr. G says he slept not one minute last night. He was awake at 3 a.m. the night before. I'm having the same <laughs> thing. I wake up like yep. three or four times throughout the night, and then I I kind of sleep during the day. Like I take like like cat naps, I guess you would call it, or like. You know, like, it's weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that is. Well, and that's why I took that. I think that's why I instinctively took that job late at night, too, because that's the only time I could function. Because, yeah, I'm like sleep. Well, I was sleeping a little more during the day during everything. But now it's to the point where I hardly sleep at all. I'll sleep like two hour increments and take naps. <laughs> that's during the day. Yeah. Arizona Raven says, uh. I wish my computer, well, she didn't say it. She, I, I was trying to put the comments up on the screen. Um, she There's a reason says she, Mr. G, I'd say the sun again because I haven't been sleeping either since the last full moon. Mm -hmm. so, oh, yeah, same here. Yeah. Oh, seriously, naps are not for the weak. Naps are for the strong because naps are when you do your work. Naps are when, naps are when you do your hard spiritual work. Because I, I need to sleep. I sleep. I don't care what it is. Like if like <laughs> I don't sleep at night. I don't sleep at night hardly at all. 
Like I, I barely, you know, like, um, you know. Because mm -hmm. I, I get, I get, it, naps, naps are actually the best time to integrate that energies. That's when you're interrogating and and working with your abilities. Napping helps you like uh, consciously be more aware of stuff. Because it's like it's like integrating into everything. Yeah. Plus, like if your body's telling you you need sleep, you should probably sleep. Like you don't want to fight what your body says. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's it's telling you that it's you're at you're you're feeling that way for a reason. Like you're mm -hmm. not, you know, like oh oh, oh and I've noticed too. Sometimes sometimes napping is because your upgrade is so strong and powerful and intense that you have to sleep to in it, to handle it. It's it's almost like it. Well, for me anyway, some some of my upgrades darn near unground me and lift me up so so high sometimes because it's such a strong energy they use to open stuff up and unlock it. So you're really sleeping is a best way to ground too. Sleeping helps you ground back to where you need to be. Because that might even be why I slept uh, really long, finally, a little bit ago. Of course, my cat, my cat didn't help either. They're near suffocate me. Because <laughs> I had my arm like this, and somehow he was sleeping right there. And I was I woke up to couldn't breathe because <laughs> he curled all up in my face. I don't think he intended to do that, though. He was trying to probably help keep me sleeping. Yeah, that's interesting. Just, yeah, my cats have been actually integrating a lot with me too, and and helping me through my energies. I'm, I'm maybe, so maybe you need a cat. <laughs> I, I've, I've been thinking about that for a while. I've been feeling like I need a, like a pet, like you know, like uh, help me through. Because I'm like like a major. I'm going through a major like depression. Like I don't know what it is. You know, like I just feel like you're probably just going. That's part of. Now that could be part of the purge process too. So what what's going on with this purge process? Are we purging like are we detoxing and purging all our emotions and Yeah, like emotions too. You're cleansing out your chakras so they can be fully upgraded. You're upgrading your chakras. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, because it's this is the most exciting time to be alive, what we're part of. And I believe we all incarnated here for a purpose. I believe we all incarnated here for this reason, for whatever's happening or is about to happen. I, I really, truly feel like that, that we all play a part here. Everybody has a, 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 a part to play in this awakening, you know? I don't know. What do you think you're doing? Oh, that definitely. Everyone's a part of this, even the ones that don't think they are. Because I've ran into so many other people that, and I just recently became friends with somebody, and he was talking about he had he has wings on his back too. And I mean, there's something to it. The tattoos. When people get tattoos, there's always a reason why. Sometimes it's subconsciously, and they don't know too. Like I ran into this guy at work that had an A tattooed on his neck, an A, and I'm like, "You're an angel, huh?" <laughs> and you know, being fun, you know, pick just tease him. And he goes, No, that's for Alabama because he was from Alabama. But no, I think there was another reason to it. He just didn't know. So I gave him a little insight on it. I said, Oh, you never know. It could have been subconsciously put there for a reason, too. 
All right, here's Jessica. So now we'll I'll start the show, I guess. And and uh, well, wait, did you? Let me make sure she can join. But uh, um, hey, Jessica, how you doing? Hey guys, good. How are y'all? Good, good. My my psychic kind of bailed on me tonight, so I had angel wings come in for a little bit, and uh, she's she was just we were talking about like the energy shift that's going on and everything, but. Uh, I guess we'll start now with Angel Wings. Do you want to tell everybody where they can find you? And thank you for coming on. Oh, no problem. It was it was a ball. It was fun. Yeah, thank you. That was awesome. <laughs> and I'll get I'll give Andromeda his answer too. Calm, calm down. I know we kind of got carried away and started talking. I'll just type it in type it in chat for him. Okay. Well, thank you. And 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 I'll have you on again soon, and we'll do this again. And thanks, Jamie. Oh, no problem. Bye, guys. All right. Thanks. Hi. All right. Hey, so how's it going, Jessica? What's, how, what's new? Oh, my gosh. Hey, Rob. I have been so busy doing stuff. It's been going great. It's going great. How have you been? It's been a while. Uh, oh, I'm good. Well, I'm feeling a little yeah. bit under the weather today. You know, like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, you know, like, I just, I just, uh, I, I, something something's not right with me today, but I'm 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 here. I, I feel better sometimes doing the show. Sorry, my background looks like a rave. You know, <laughs> I have a lot of lights. I got a lot of lights. I like the lights, you know. But then I, you know, this the one in the back was wasn't supposed to be acting like that. But you know, it's, it is what it is. But I, I, I like just a want good to give rave. you a proper. Yeah, raves are <laughs> good. They're, I said I like a good rave. Raves are fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a proper introduction, guys. The guest tonight is, uh, well, you just guys just heard Angel Wings, and you can find Angel Wings on Facebook. And thank you, Jamie, again, Angel Wings, for coming on and filling in for the psychic. That, you know, and uh, But tonight we're going to be welcoming Jessica Jones. Uh, she's going to be talking about inner earth, secrets, like the stuff she heard at the Journey to the Truth Conference on secret space program disclosure. And what I really want to talk to Jessica about tonight is um, the meadow. It's the South Skinwalker Ranch. It's a paranormal hotspot. Her and her team investigate there. Um, it's amazing. Plus, you guys don't know, Jessica does really amazing remote viewing sessions on her channel where she does deep dives into things like Mel's Hole, um, reptilians. Um, she goes into it all. And just to give my guests a little bit more of a proper introduction, Jessica Jones is a paranormal investigator, a remote viewer based out of Northwest Georgia. She's an active field researcher and member of the Enigma Research Group, Anomalous Studies and Observation Group, and North Georgia Cryptid Researchers. All are action-oriented research group which conduct field research associated with all things paranormal, particularly Bigfoot. These groups have obtained groundbreaking evidence at several paranormal hotspot hubs in the southwestern United States, comparable to the infamous Skinwalker Ranch. What sets her team apart from other groups is that they are all trained in remote viewing. In addition to utilizing remote viewing in the research field, Jessica assists in missing persons slash paranormal, paranormal cold, cold cases. She recently presented her field research at Camp Disclosure and is often interviewed on podcasts and radio shows across the globe. And she's also the host of Spaced Out Radio on Saturday night. So with all that said, I want to give Jessica a big warm welcome again. Jessica, thank you for coming on. How are you? Thank you, Rob. I'm excellent. Super excellent. I just actually got in from uh, researching in the meadow this weekend. So, yeah, I've been on a whirlwind tour of the U.S. this past couple of weeks. Uh, I went, I was over at, uh, in Las Vegas, 
uh, at the Spaced Out Radio fan party broadcasting live from Las Vegas. And, uh, and then I flew out to Grafton, Illinois to the Journey to Truth conference. Got to hang out with a whole bunch of really awesome people. And, uh, and from there, I came home back to Georgia and then headed out to the woods with my team. And we did a bunch of research this weekend. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to, um, I'm still, I have still been going. <laughs> Came home, now, started you, doing live shows. You, now I'm here. <laughs> are you, are you, are you researching all the time with Trey at the Meadow or do you have a different team that does that? It's the same team. We have, we, we have the same team that goes out there. I mean, we've been a team for many years, uh, but occasionally Trey will bring out new people, you know, just to kind of let them come out. Of course they have to sign non-disclosure forms and stuff. Uh, but we had a, we had a really good crowd out there this past weekend, uh, of my, my entire team and, uh, a couple new folks. So it was fun. Yeah. For my fans that are watching right now that might not be familiar with the meadow. Can you tell, um, some of the things that like, I mean, I know because I've interviewed you and Trey, so I know some of the things that went on there, but I mean, just the things that I know, I know that like, um, team members have potentially stepped into portals. Um, people have maybe walked into other dimensions. Mm -hmm. I know a team member like kind of transformed into an orb. A woman mm -hmm. in black showed up on scene and like uh, did some really weird behavior. Um, there's cryptid activity there. There's UFO activity. I mean, if you want to get into it, it's it's just an amazing, it's most maybe the most amazing paranormal hotspot out there. Yeah, well, there are a lot of places like this. Uh, we're the meadow is not the only place like Skinwalker Ranch. Now, it is referred to as the Skinwalker Ranch of the South, uh, and we do have activity there that rivals that of the Skinwalker Ranch. Um, but you know, I think that there's spots like this all over the U.S. and all over the world. Uh, but it just they're untapped, perhaps people don't know about them, or maybe they do. Uh, see where my team goes. I, I'm on three different teams. I'm on uh, the North Georgia Cryptid Researchers, uh, ASOG, which is Trey Hudson's team. Uh, that's Anomalous Studies and Observation Group. And my, my original team is Enigma Research Group. Uh, we're all trained in remote viewing in that team. And uh, we've, we've been training in remote viewing, like real remote viewing. I'm learning that not everybody that remote views is actually trained in remote viewing these days. <laughs> and I didn't know that until I went to some of these conferences. Um, so we're, we're actually trained like Ingo Swan style um, training in this. And so we are doing um, really interesting stuff out in the field. We are taking like the mind, body, spiritual aspect out there with this when we're, when we're uh, remote viewing and doing our research in the field. Uh, and so, yeah, we have, we have several hot spots, several hubs, all over the South. And uh, the Meadow is one of those. And that's the one that we talk about publicly. Um, you know, Trey wrote a book about it and, uh, and is about our research. And, uh, and I can promise you uh, the stuff that goes on there, it, it really happens. This is, and we've kept our research private for a long time. I actually didn't even go public with my research for over 10 years. Um, and I was kind of thrusted out into the public <laughs> unwittingly, unknowingly, I, I didn't know I was going to have a show and talk about it this much publicly, because like I said, our team has always been very private about our research. Uh, Trey wrote that book and it kind of gave me the green light to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. What I wanted to say was like, it's not just like, like, like you said, there's, there's other places around the world that are like, like, like notorious for this kind of behavior. Like there's the Alaskan mm -hmm. triangle, the Bridgewater triangle, the Bermuda yeah. triangle, um, uh, Skinwalker Ranch, the Meadow, 
um, do, do you agree with this, that these places are kind of like, um, oh, and then somebody came on my show the other day and was talking about how Rendlesham Forest could possibly be a paranormal hotspot as, as well, like over in England. They're having a lot of like anomalous activity there. It seems like this stuff happens all over the world in certain areas, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, well, the way that we find we pick places to go research or we have in the past, uh, we look for local legends and lore. Okay, and uh, usually where there's some kind of a local legend, like uh, let's say a witch, you know, a pig man or a goat man, um, ghost roads, things like that. That's how we kind of pick our areas, like haunted cemeteries, you know, out in the middle of the woods. Uh, because a lot of times when there's a, one sort of activity out there, there's all sorts of activity. And uh, and it ranges from Bigfoot, Sasquatch activity, to Dogman, to ghosts, to UFOs and aliens, uh, portals and things like that. I mean, it all kind of it all kind of comes in a package when it comes to my team's research, because uh, we're out there experiencing all of it. And, and that's what I like about you, like that you're that you're actually trying to find real evidence. You're like trying to find out what's going on with this phenomena. And I respect that so much because I feel like a lot of times today we're being fed with a lot of, of misinformation. You know what I mean? And, and I, I really respect that you're out there trying to find the truth. Well, thank you. Yeah, well, we're we're out there looking for our own benefit you know it's not like i that's why i didn't go public for so long because it's really just a personal quest to know you know and to experience this stuff uh you know my my job has never been to prove it to the world or anything like that um i just go out there and experience it for myself and uh, and i have some pretty good stories to tell now i don't tell all my stories but uh, but I do tell I do tell a lot of them and the ones I do tell are pretty cool. So uh, just from all of our personal experience. That's what I was hoping you could share with us tonight. Could you share some of your stories? That would be amazing to hear like some of your research and like what you've been uncovering. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, from the for the first time that I ever went out bigfooting, uh, we had some really weird stuff that happened, and uh, all the way up to recently, even this past weekend, uh, I can just touch on a couple of things that happened uh, from the from the very get go. You know, I had something that could potentially have been a cloaked Sasquatch run up and smack the back of my legs one night as uh, as I was doing some research out in the field. I was being bait. Okay, I like being bait. And, uh, you know, because I, I want to I want to attract the high strangeness and whatever's out there. Um, like I said, I'm on a quest to know more. I'm not, not on a quest to try to look like a badass or anything. I just want to go out there and, and see what's happening. And uh, I'm the kind of person that just will I will get my boots. I will get my tent. I will go out and I will I'll see for myself. And that's kind of what I was doing. Uh, and I, somehow I've ended up on some teams. <laughs> I don't know. It's just my life is so wild. It's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I, the first time I ever went out, I had, and I, I don't know if I've talked about this with you before, Rob. I'm not sure. But the first time I went out, I was with a whole bunch of strange guys that I'd never met before that were really cool. And uh, and they we kind of broke off into teams out in the, the well, let's just say the mountains of in the south. I can't give my locations away, um, but we're in the mountains uh, where there's a whole lot of Sasquatch activity. And, uh, and I went out to this place. It was like a big field and in an open space. 
amongst a whole bunch of dense forest. Okay. And, uh, and the guys were like, all right, Jessica, we dare you, or you just do this, just walk up to this tree line. Okay. And it's about a hundred yards up this hill. And uh, we, they'd had some Bigfoot activity the night before out there. And so I was like, okay, cool. You know, they're going to watch me from the bottom of the hill with their thermals and their fleers. And, uh, and as I walked up the hill, they were going to watch me just to see if like a Bigfoot would peek its head out or something um, out of that tree line where I was walking. And, uh, and so I put on my backpack and started walking up and I decided, you know, I was all by myself and I was like, well, if anything gets me, at least they can tell my mom, you know, like what happened to me. And, uh, and so, and I felt safe because I knew they were watching me. Uh, it's not like I was out there by myself and couldn't, couldn't scream for help or whatever, you know? So, um, so I started walking up and, uh, and as I got halfway up the field, I heard somebody running up behind me, like full throttle, really fast, really loud. And, uh, and as I got, you know, I braced myself for impact because I thought one of the guys was playing a trick on me. Like they were, they were going to scare me. Like that's the only thing that my rational brain could comprehend at that time. And I thought, man, that's so unprofessional. <laughs> Who are these guys to like try to scare me on my first time out here? Um, and as whatever it was ran up behind me, it swept my legs out from behind me and kept going. And I, I stopped and I kind of, kind of jumped up in the air a little bit and I looked and there was nobody there. There was nothing there, but there was clearly, I felt it. I heard it. I experienced it. There was like a person running up behind me and then went right past me. Um, and so the first thing I did was I checked around to make sure there was like no logs, no sticks, no nothing that I could have tripped over. Um, Cause I was having trouble like making sense of like what had just happened. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and I, I just was like, okay, I kind of flung my hands up in the air by accident cause I'd lost my balance. And, uh, and, and that was actually the distress symbol was like throwing my hands up in the air. <laughs> so, um, eventually one of the guys, I, I kept walking up towards the tree line after that. Cause I was like, well, I could either run back and look like a total baby or I could just keep going. I kept going and, uh, and I made it up towards the tree line and one of the guys, Craig, uh, walked up behind me to make sure I was okay. And was like, Hey, we saw you kind of jump up in the air. What was going on? And I told him what happened. And, uh, as we were standing there, he was like, well, we didn't see anything in our thermals or our FLIR. Um, so that was even more weird. So we actually walked back to make sure there was nothing there and, uh, there was nothing, no, no, no logs or, you know, anything that would have tripped me up went back up to the tree line. And as I'm walking over to the corner of the tree line, the guy said that a Bigfoot peeked his head around a tree and was staring at me face to face, basically, even though I oh couldn't see God. it. Yeah. I couldn't see it though. Uh, and I didn't have a radio, so they couldn't radio to me that there was a Bigfoot right in front of me. Yeah. But what do you think that was? Did you think that it was just a paranormally active area? Cause I was going to say, do you think that that was like a, a, like a trickster spirit that kind of swept your legs out from underneath you? That's what it sounds like it might've been, or yeah. it could be a, a spirit animal. You know what I mean? Like you never know what, what the, with these spirits, like I think spirits can come in all forms. Right. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I can't, I can't say for sure. Um, I do think my, my feeling, my gut feeling was that it was something that was playing with me. It wasn't being, you know, malicious in any ways. It was merely playing with me. Like, I gotcha, you know, ha ha, let's see if we can scare this chick. You know, uh, that's kind of the feeling that I got from it. It was not malicious at all. Uh, 
can I say for sure it was a cloaked Sasquatch or something? No, but it could have been, you know, something like that. Um, you, know, you know, Jessica, I was going to say, that's what it seems like a lot of times. Like, it seems like the I'm not a researcher, but I do hear stories and it seems like the phenomena has like a tricksterist or a mischievous type yeah. attitude towards people that try yeah. to investigate it. Is that yeah, true? We, absolutely. We have trickster spirits out there all the time. And sometimes they come into our base camp and we'll mess with our stuff while we're, you know, trying to sleep at night. So, you know, what, what's the difference between a trickster and a cloaked Sasquatch, though? I don't know. There's yeah, really, a difference, right? but um, we don't like to label things, um, especially when we're out there doing our research, because we really don't know. You know, when, when people are out there looking for Bigfoot, every noise, every bump in the night is going to be a Bigfoot, right? And, uh, and when you're out there looking for UFOs, everything that's floating around the sky is going to be a UFO, you know, to a lot of people. And so we try to not label that. Um, we just, we just take note of the phenomenon, whatever's happening and, uh, try not to let our brains rationalize what it is. Cause the more that I'm researching and the more that I'm out in the field, the less I know. <laughs> okay. Um, and that, that I'll fast forward to this weekend. This past weekend, we were out in the meadow, and uh, I had some people that were there that Trey had invited that were, you know, I feel like they're part of my soul tribe or something. These They came out of nowhere, and, you know, there are no coincidences, and people show up in your life when when the time's right, I guess. And, and I met this wonderful couple, Shay and Christy. What's up, y'all? Hopefully, they're watching tonight. Uh, but they, uh, they we, we break, break up into small teams when we're out in the field. And uh, my team was, it was me and, uh, and I was able to take Shay and Christy with me. They're a couple. And, uh, and, and they, the team wanted us to stand and sit in the exact area where the portal opened up out in the meadow. So we had the honor and the pleasure of sitting there where the portal was and, uh, and sitting there. And then the rest of the team was kind of stationed all around the meadow, kind of watching our area and watching other areas. Uh, but knowing that we are very um, psychically switched on us three that were out there uh, they both are very extremely psychic and um, have had et experiences throughout their lives and um they're on a different level man these people are they're amazing i mean uh, it was it was really a pleasure getting to hang out with those two and uh we were discussing some of the things that had happened out in the meadow while we were sitting out there just kind of chilling uh and uh and i'd mentioned to them a really weird circumstance something that happened to me out in the meadow uh i was walking one night with my teammate tim uh who's one of the gentlemen who walked into the portal he has since passed away uh from a you know a health condition uh tim and, tim and his daughter were uh walking with me to the meadow we were hiking you have to hike in to this place and uh we were hiking in one night and as I'm walking by, there's a water source close by. And as I was walking by this water source, um, I heard very clearly a woman's voice from across the, the way. And she goes, time travel. Like, I just heard time travel really loud. Okay. And, uh, and I, I was like, hey, did y'all hear that? And, and they both were, they both said no, they had not heard it. And, uh, and it was interesting because, uh, when I was talking with the, the couple that was with us at the meadow, um, I told them, I was like, you know, what would be really interesting is that if, what if like in the future, I'm like an old lady and I've got like time travel technology. 
or have access to that or something. What if I'm able to like take this time travel technology and go back and put myself across the, you know, the way and, uh, and yell at myself, <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. I know it sounds wild to the normal, you know, to the normal human, uh, but to me and my team, like, it's not, it's not that far-fetched, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, and I was, I was having a conversation with him about it. And Shay told me, he said, well, what if that's you remote viewing yourself and you did a deep mind probe on yourself and said that. And I was like, oh my God, that's probably what happened uh, because that was my voice. Uh, I realized a couple of months later, that was me that said time travel. That was absolutely, I, I couldn't put my finger on it for the longest time. And then uh, that, that's kind of weirdness, the high strangest that we have out in that meadow. Uh, we yeah. have stuff like that that happens. Yeah, like, can, did, were you there when they, when they, when the people possibly like stepped into a portal yeah. or that tray? Like, yeah. what happened with that? Do you know? Or like, what, what, that's yes. very strange. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually that moment, that night when that happened, I had just left because I had to go home. I had a small child at home. And so I couldn't be gone for that many nights. Uh, I went home and that same evening I, I had my son was writing my elliptical machine and his dad was filming him and he, um, he had orbs floating around him and they were dancing all what? around him. And, and hit my, my husband at the time, he, he was filming it and he, he was like, Hey, you come in here and see this. And so I went into the, it was in the living room. I always laugh at that because it's so so embarrassing. I have an elliptical machine in my living room, okay? Um, but but my son was riding on the elliptical machine, and he was uh, he was just looking at these balls. There were these balls, like two two white orbs were floating all around him. And he said, "Mom, ball, ball," and and I walked in. I thought I was seeing fireflies or moths or something because I was having a hard time uh, comprehending like what I was seeing. And uh, his dad was filming it. Well, he, his dad could not see them with his own eyes. He could only see these balls through his camera on his phone. And, uh, and so I was, I was watching them. I was watching my son watch them and I could see them. And his dad could not see them except for through his phone. And, uh, and these things danced around him for about a minute. And then one of them charged towards the phone and it shut the phone off. Okay. And you could see what? it in the video. Yeah, you can see the video. Now, I have I have attempted to show this video publicly, but my son is wearing his underwear. So I'm not allowed to show that to the public. Yeah. Uh, I actually tried to show it. Uh, my, pro my producer at KGRA back in the day was like, you cannot show that. We'll get in trouble. Um, so, but but it happened. My, my team's seen it. You know, I show it to, to people occasionally uh, in person. That's but, interesting. Uh, but that, that was the same exact time that the portal was opening at the Meadow. And, uh, and so I can, I can explain to your audience what the portal incident was, what, yes, what we call please, the portal. It's fascinating. Okay. Yeah. So we, um, so the team was out there, they dispatched that night. We, I mean, we had already had weird stuff happening all weekend uh, or all week. Cause uh, some of the guys go out a lot, you know, for the week. And, uh, and, and, and what, what was happening? Like, what would you say the weird stuff was like, if you can remember, like, what was if, if <laughs> Like what was I mean? Because it's 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 nonstop at this place. It's like it's like twenty four seven paranormal, right? Yes, pretty much. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't I don't think it's just the land. I think it's the people. Um, in my opinion, uh, pretty much anywhere my team goes, we have a lot of activity, and I think it's because honestly, I think it's because we're so psychically switched on. Uh, I think that we're just in tune with the with the frequencies that are out there. 
I can't say for certain, but I think it has a lot to do with the people. It's not just the land. Um, yeah. But but who knows? Uh, I don't know. I just happen to have a lot of activity everywhere I go. I, I people will tell you that. But, 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 but real quick, before it was a side note, like one of the audience members asked about your remote viewing. And I was going to say, like, do you is it, do you think that that's what it is about the experiencer that that, that, that most experiencers are psychically turned on? Do you think that's kind of what what why that people have more paranormal experiences or, or they might be more inept to have paranormal experiences? Yes. Yeah, I do. I do actually, you know, I mean, I, I know that I come from a, a family of very psychic women and men, my dad too, everybody, I couldn't get away with anything when I was a kid. Okay. Um, but, uh, but you know, even my great grandmother and my aunt, my great aunt, they had a, a possible alien abduction experience back in the 1980s in their car. Uh, Are you serious? Yes. Oh yeah. Very serious. Up in Rome, Georgia. Yeah, they were driving down a, a back road, like highway. And uh, I guess it wasn't a back road then, it was like a highway, but in the country, uh, up in Rome. And that's in Northwest Georgia. And they were they were driving, it was nighttime and a light came down from the sky and it enveloped their entire car. And the next thing they know, they're like a county or two over and it's like an hour or two has passed and they're 20 miles down the road. And they don't know how they got there. And they had yeah. missing time probably too, right? Absolutely. Yeah, like an hour or two. I can't remember if it was an hour or two hours, but yeah, it was a, it was a while that it was unaccounted for. Wow, um, that, that, that seemed to be happening a lot back then, you know? Like yeah, it, I guess so. It, yeah, it was, see, I don't know. I don't I don't hear a whole lot of stories about it from the 1980s, especially not in Georgia. And uh, and my aunt, my great aunt, and my grand, my great grandmother, they this on my maternal side too, by the way. Uh, and those were very psychic women. Now they were devout Christians, both of them. Um, they attributed that to angels taking them out of harm's way and moving them out of maybe a potential wreck or something. That's that's the way they told the story. So, wow, that's fascinating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that, that, I mean, who knows, right? We don't know. We can't really, this phenomena, I, I, I hate to put labels on it too, because it's so interesting, all aspects of it, right? Like, it's like, yeah. we never know what, what it, it, what it, it is and how it reacts. And it's, it's so strange. Like, but I'm sorry, but before that, you were telling us a story about the portal. Sorry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm the one that goes off on the tangents here. <laughs> yeah. So we, um, so we have this portal incident. Okay. Um, what happened was what what had happened was <laughs> the guys though and the, and the ladies we have uh, there's a couple of women that are on the team me and Kristen are always out there uh, but the team the big team had divided into smaller teams okay and uh, and they what the the plan is usually like we all split up and we go on different sides of the meadow because it's like an opening like a clearing in the middle of the woods okay and uh, and so everybody kind of goes to their different corners and we're in teams. And that night, uh, there was a team on one side of the meadow, and it was um, two men and Kristen were there. And uh, I'm going to just say Dave and Terry, okay, and Kristen. And they were on one side, and Dave was looking through his thermal imaging camera or his FLIR and, uh, and was just, you know, we're just out there observing. That's really all we do is go out there and observe. Uh, we're not out there taunting or... Um, trying to get things to happen. We just have to go sit and things happen. Okay. Things start showing up. So they're sitting out there. He starts noticing there's something odd. 
like a box, like a cube started, I guess you could say manifesting in the middle of the opening of the field. And it was, it had a heat signature to it and it looked like a box and it turned into like a cube. And he thought he was seeing things. So he passed his, uh, his glasses over to Terry and Terry saw it and he was like, wow, that's weird. Uh, and then Kristen saw it. Now she had her, she actually had a camera that, that recorded with her night vision. And so they sent a couple of guys, they dispatched a team from across the way over to go check it out. And as these gentlemen, there were three gentlemen that walked over to this cube to go check it out, but they couldn't see it. Um, they could only be guided to where they were told it was because you couldn't see this with your naked eye. Uh, and so they walked over towards, they were guided over to this big cube and it was the size of like a, like a shed behind your house, kind of like a little, like she shed or, or man cave shed or whatever. I don't know. Uh, tool shed. Yeah. Workshop, whatever. And uh, so they, they walked over to where this thing was. And as uh, the two gentlemen walked up to it, they stood, they were like, okay, where are we? You know, we're, we're here, we're in front of it. They walked up, right into the middle of it and their heat signatures disappeared. Oh my God. And Kristen happened to be filming it at the time. And, uh, and they said that they, it was like walking into a black velvet curtain. And as they walked into it, they didn't know they were walking into anything. They were just in an open field. Uh, but they said that the temperature dropped and the stars disappeared. Uh, the vegetation on the ground changed to like smooth where it had been like, you know, rough to walk on, uh, like the grass and the mud and everything. Um, and the stars disappeared and yeah, they, they knew there was something wrong. And so they did an about face and, and walked back the way they had come in, but they didn't know they were in anything. They were still in an open field, uh, but the environment had changed slightly. So, um, yeah, so they walked out, their heat signatures reappeared. And they, the cube kind of shrinks down and then it kind of disappears after they get out of it. That's fascinating. I wonder if they would have kept going deeper into that, what would have happened? You know what I mean? One only can wonder, like if they would have walked into another dimension. And this is mm -hmm. what I wonder if where these some of these cryptids and, and, and aliens are coming from, because like, you know, like I, I, I believe that there's a secret space program and all that. I, I really do. But I also believe, and I'm a big believer. I'm the more, the more that I do shows. I'm not a, re, I'm not a boots on the ground researcher like you. I wish I was, but I'm right now. I'm just doing shows, right? But the more and more I do shows, the more and more I come to the conclusion that I think a lot of this stuff is happening interdimensionally. I think there's dimensions that coexist next to us, and a lot of this stuff comes in from portals, like. And, and it could be from space, too. It could be. I'm not doubting that at all. I, I mean, like, you know, but I just think, a lot, you know, a lot of these cryptids that we see, maybe they exist in another world, another realm, like another reality that like that for some reason humans can't access maybe because of our our visual light spectrum. You know, we only see like five percent of the visual light spectrum or, you know, or maybe because like it's like you said, like I, our psionic frequencies aren't turned on, which I think now it, we're coming to a point where you know, we are, a lot of us are getting activated and turned on for whatever reason, whether it's an awakening or ascension or whatever you want to call it. But I think that's happening, but um, I'll let you riff off that. What, what do you think about what I just said? Yeah. Well, you know, from the very 
beginning, when I went public and I was uh, asked to speak at a, a conference a couple of years ago, uh, I've always said, I believe that cryptids, Bigfoot especially, like Sasquatch, they could potentially be interdimensional beings. Okay. Now, what does interdimensional mean? Like, does that mean that they can just like disappear and reappear out of nowhere? Or are they just walking in and out of portals and stuff? I mean, it's it's kind of a, an interesting question, right? Um, because people are really quick to say, well, I think they're interdimensional, but I don't know if I really even know what that means, uh, other than maybe being able to come in and out of portals. Okay. And, uh, I think absolutely that they are able to access Earth's natural portals here. Uh, I think a lot of the, especially the Sasquatch have been here for a very long time. Some of them seem to be ancient beings um, and they are able to utilize these portals. Um, you know, we can get into the whole topic of like stargates and things like that. I mean, I, you know, I mentioned something about the time travel and how I'd heard that from across the the way. And um, I do believe there's something weird going on with all these these like time edits, timeline splits, time timeline shifts, <laughs> things like that. Uh, with you know, even with CERN and these hydron hyd hydron colliders and stuff like that. Uh, there's a whole lot of time manipulation going on right now with a lot of stuff, uh, which blows my mind because um, I don't understand all of it. Uh, but I do know that it is a thing and it is happening. And when we're out in the field, a lot of times our equipment malfunctions. Uh, you know, one one time my equipment, all the time went forward an hour and my partner sitting beside me, his went backwards an hour. And uh, and so stuff like that doesn't really make a lot of sense um, until you start realizing that there's ways to manipulate time. And uh, And I think that cryptids, some cryptids are able to do that particularly ETs, um, you know, uh, and perhaps Bigfoot. I don't know. I mean, Dogman, I don't, I'm not saying, I think Dogman can manipulate time. I don't know. We just don't know what's going on. Like I said, the Dogman can manipulate time. Who knows, right? I don't they're, know. They're, 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 Maybe. They're, they're clever creatures, right? These, these things I think have been around a lot longer than us. Like, it's like, oh, here's another question I wanted to ask you. We were going to get into, um, inner earth tonight because i think you said you have a really good inner earth story or, or something i know you've covered it a lot on your channel i mean you've been covering a lot of cool stuff on your channel um uh, just between dogman and and i know you do psychic stuff too but, but um but like have you heard any inner earth stuff lately wow you know i i get a lot of these blind targets and I'm assigned targets uh, all the time doing remote viewing. Uh, Barry Littleton, one of my good friends, he's he's always giving me these really cool targets. And a lot of times uh, they involve cryptids and they're coming from inner earth, especially the giants, uh, these giants that I'm, I'm remote viewing and stuff. So yeah, um, even, even things like there's a phantom island called High Brazil. That thing came straight out of Inner Earth. Uh, I'm just hearing it more often these days. Uh, the giant of Kandahar came out of Inner Earth. Okay, um, they're just a whole other, whole other realm down there, basically. Um, so yeah, like I said, the more I'm learning, the less I know about all this stuff. Uh, you think you know, and then you don't. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of Inner Earth, and even uh, at the Journey to Truth conference I was presenting at this past week. Uh, there was a lot of talk of inner earth there. Um, one of the targets in particular, I guess we could we could talk about this. Um, I was uh, 
assigned the the Dyatlov Pass incident. And I, Rob, I think you and I might have talked about this before. Um, Dyatlov Pass, uh, I did remote view that in four, four, I was given those targets, four different parts, uh, according to like an overall target of what happened. And then it was broken into three separate parts of the way each group of people that were found did died. Okay. Uh, because there was talk about it being the work of a Russian Yeti, the mink, uh, and also, or like an avalanche, like nobody really knew how those people died. Uh, and, uh, but in the, in the last four people that were found, their bodies were mutilated like cattle. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, the woman's tongue had been removed and, uh, oh. and their, yeah, some of their, like their faces were cut open and stuff and their eyes were taken out. And, um, you know, it could have been explained by, uh, like if an avalanche hit them or something, but not these precise cuts and her tongue being removed, you know, um, so I, I was remote viewing. I detected some people in the environment. I asked them what happened. She told me that uh, she had been, that that last group had been accosted by soulless beings. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, they, they were basically mutilated like cattle. And I, I was detecting an ET presence and military as well. This was a huge military cover up out in Russia. There was no Russian Yeti involved that I could detect. Um, but I did detect ET involvement. And uh, later down the road, someone sent me a map of possible entrances to inner earth. And guess where one of those entrances was? Right there in the Ural Mountains, right where those people had been found dead. And it would make sense that the military, ETs, whoever was out there were, were guarding that area. Um, and yeah, the, they, the people got off course and they had trespassed onto this land that was a no-go zone guarded heavily guarded by the military That's so um that, yeah that amazing like that uh, but what, uh, let me ask you this this map that had the inner earth locations are there any that are in the united states do you know of or, or i think i think there was at least one yeah there were some uh absolutely i'll have to look at that map again it's been a while it's been over a year that since i, I looked at that because if somebody asked me today, if somebody said, okay, Rob, you have to drop everything. Like you're going to leave your whole life behind, but you're going to go to inner earth. I, I think I would do it. I really, I mean, I would have to really think about it because like you don't know what you're going to encounter, but if it's another world, like another like mysterious realm with like, you know, like we hear like Admiral Byrd's story when he went down there and encountered these benevolent beings and stuff like that. Like, you know, like, the, I mean, cause there's like two Admiral Byrd stories, right? There's the Admiral Byrd story where he encountered Nazis and, you know, he got accosted and then he came home. But then there's also the Admiral Byrd story where he went to inner earth and he encountered these beings. So like, I always think to myself, I'm like, well, if I had a chance to go to inner earth, would I do it? And I think I honestly would. I think I would take the chance. Like with you being a, a, a big researcher, like if you got that opportunity, would do you think you would do it? Well, that's like asking me if I would volunteer to walk into a portal. And my answer was no, actually. <laughs> now, I, I don't know. <laughs> I have a kid, you know, I'm a single parent and yeah. uh, I have to come home to my kid. Okay. So uh, at this point in my life, I would not just because of that. Uh, however, later on in life, you can ask me again in a few years after, after my son's going off to college and stuff. Um, I, I will probably, I mean, I, I'm an adventurous woman, uh, but I still have a kid. So I have yeah. to, I have to say no at this time, but, uh, in the future, I probably would. Okay. Yeah. 
So oh. it just depends. But I'm still out there chasing Bigfoot and Dogman and stuff. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not that safe. Okay. <laughs> well, one thing we talked about last time that I love talking about because I'm such an Art Bell fan was Mel's Hole. Do you think Mel's Hole could have been an entrance to Inner Earth? And Because, like, you know, like when Art interviewed, like, one of the Native American elders, he thought that, like, reptilians were living under there. And I was wondering if you kind of got the same results, like, because I can't remember what we talked about, but like, do you think that that might be like a, like a, like a reptilian stronghold? Like, it's like, it's like underneath Mel's hole or what do you think was going on with that? Okay. So uh, that was one of my remote viewing targets. Okay. And, uh, and it was given to me and to my friend, Tanya Braddock, who is a remote viewer based out of Utah. And she and I uh, remote viewed those together. And we did a show about it with Barry Littleton, my friend, who's always given us these cool targets. And that was Barry's idea, by the way. Um, I didn't even know what, I'd never really heard of Mel's hole. I didn't know what Mel's hole was. I was coming up, my data was saying wormhole. Okay. I was, I was clearly picking up a wormhole uh, full of radiation. Okay. Now, yeah, pick the same thing. She, uh, her data was saying wormhole and radiation. Um, we, we, I think we visited that target at least twice each. I know I did. Uh, and, uh, very interesting information. Uh, it didn't have a bottom to it. Okay. Uh, now the way that our data came across, it was a, I think they call it a Kipler cylinder is what Barry described it because I have all this data. I have no clue what it means. Okay. I'm just a channel for the information. And, uh, and Barry was able to put it all together for us, but it's some sort of, it was some sort of wormhole and it had something to do with uh, time and space, uh, something through time and space. And I don't know. I know the government sees that land. Okay. The government sees it and you can't, when you go to look for it on a map, it's blurred off the Google maps. You can't even see it. There's like a, there's like a patch over it. Okay. And uh, there's a whole story about Mel, the guy who he was sticking like fishing line down there. I think he went 15 miles with fishing line <laughs> to this thing. And people were like throwing their uh, dead pets down in this hole. And there was one case of a neighbor who had thrown his dead dog down this hole, which was horrible in my opinion. Okay. Threw his dead dog down there. And months later, this dog is walking on the street with the same collar on, but with a different owner, basically. Uh, so he saw this dog and uh, it was almost like a parallel version of his dog. Like it was a parallel universe or a clone. I don't know, but uh, it would make, it would, it would actually kind of make sense by the way that Barry describes it as being a Kipler cylinder and things making doubles or something. I don't, I see, I don't know how all this works. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it seems um, like a lot of it has to do with like like what you were saying earlier. Like this is like like it's it has to do with time and space somehow. Like that like people yeah. are some, people are finding ways to manipulate time and space. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so much that goes into Mill's hole. <laughs> like literally, literally, literally and figuratively, there's a lot that goes in uh, to whatever whatever this is. It's, it's this it is an anomaly. But who's to say there's not like millions of these all over the world or thousands or whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, my, I think my worst nightmare would be fault to fall down Mel's hole. Okay. I don't yeah, want to go there. Yeah, you really. don't know where you're going to come out. It would be um, crazy. It would be crazy. Well, one thing I wanted to get back to was uh, that, that you, um, that you, the, 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 the,
sorry, that an audience member had asked was about your remote viewing. Like, how did you learn remote viewing? And like, because you're naturally psychic, but then you you took up remote viewing. Like, how did that come about? Well, I had never heard of remote viewing. Remote viewing was something I had never heard of. I didn't know what it was. Uh, the head of my original team, uh, my Bigfooting team, um, he was a trained, highly trained in remote viewing and was it is to this day very good at it. And, uh, and so, I don't know, I guess he decided we were having so much activity out in the field where we had missing time and stuff like that. Um, he decided one day, he said, you know, what? I'm going to teach you guys remote viewing. And uh, he was like, it's not going to be easy. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of work. And uh, we're going, it's going to take up a lot of our time. And, uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll be glad we did it eventually one day, you know. And uh, so we spent the next several years uh, getting together um, as a team, not only going out in the field and doing Bigfoot field research. Um, but see, the thing about it is we weren't just having Bigfoot activity. We were having ET activity. And I was having up close and personal contact with ETs um, through doing all this research. So oh uh, and UFOs and, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> well... Well, I was, I, yeah, well, not to get into too much of the details, but there was a possible, we thought there could have been a possible abduction experience out in the field with me and one of the guys. And because uh, some weird stuff went down and, uh, and the head of my team, he told us one day, he was like, all right, I want each of you to start researching alien abductions. <laughs> and I was like, well, I just came out here to be a Bigfoot researcher. I don't know about this alien abduction stuff. You know, I wasn't ready for, I wasn't really prepared for all that. Um, but I'm a go with the flow kind of girl. And I thought, well, it's, I might've been abducted by aliens. I don't know. So I started reading about it and uh, I got, he recommended a bunch of books like communion, the threat, secret life, stuff like that. And, uh, and so I started reading books and lo and behold, I'd wake up at night and there would be aliens in my bedroom at night <laughs> yeah they come yeah. and they come at the yeah, thanks for time, laughing right? rob real funny rob i'm just kidding sorry <laughs> sorry i'm kidding it was it was it is kind of funny it's hilarious looking back it was real because it was so absurd to me um you know but but I, there was a clear connection between what was going on with the bigfoots out there and et activity okay if in my experience now that might not be everybody's experiences um, but it's mine. And, uh, and so, yeah, so we were having, uh, I was having up close and personal ET contact, um, in my, in my house. And, uh, in, I, in which I just wanted to say that, like, I, I wasn't laughing at you. I was kind of laughing with you because you have like this great personality and you have a great vibration. So you make the stories funny. So like, it's like, it's like, you have a great char charisma, you know, I, I just wanted to compliment you on that because you make the stories so good. You know, it's, it's, it's well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. If I'm not laughing, I'm crying. OK, if I'm not <laughs> laughing, I'm crying. And that's what I always say, uh, because it, like I said, it's just so absurd. Uh, and uh, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's just like I said, I think I came. I don't know if I've said this here yet, but um, I came into this world. Uh, to learn the truth about everything, trying to, you know, to experience everything for myself, not to take other people's words on stuff, uh, but to experience it. And I, you know, I guess I can't, I can't say I didn't manifest that, you know, uh, I think that I, I, on a subconscious level, I manifested those ETs in my room, probably. 
uh, you know, for you the know experience. What, you're, not, you're, not, you're not wrong because I was, when, yeah. when I was like starting to do a lot of research into alien abduction, when I was doing my meditations at night, I would meditate and I was starting to imagine like gray aliens in my meditation. I felt like they were starting to come to me in my, in my OBE field or whatever you want to call that. Like your, your meditation field, your OBE field, like, you know, like I felt like I could have probably astral projected and had an experience with an alien. And I think this gets put into our consciousness because we read stuff like Secret Life. You know what I mean? Like that's just a great book, by the way, by David Jacobs. Like I love that book. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. We, but, I mean, I, so, mean, I, 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 I literally do believe I, that we. I, I believe we literally do create our own reality. Okay, and uh, and. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm here to experience everything. And my, by God, I have pretty much experienced everything just about maybe not every single thing, but um, my life is so weird. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, the, the, one, the last thing I wanted to ask you about was um, the journey to truth conference. Cause I didn't get a chance to go. I wanted to go, but can you tell us about it and like what, what all went on and, and how, what, how was your experience? Oh my gosh, it was amazing. So I met some amazing people there. Uh, I think there's some people in the chat tonight uh, that were actually there. I'm seeing uh, some of that as I'm scrolling up. And uh, shout out to everybody that was at the Journey to Truth conference. That was so such a, a, a blessing to be able to present there. Um, there were speakers that spoke about everything from, I, I spoke about cryptids and there were a couple of other people that did but I was talking about my, my research and, of course, the remote viewing aspect and some of the, the data that I've gotten from the targets, especially the ones that Barry has given me. Barry spoke as well. And uh, we combined our presentations in the middle and it was just fantastic. Um, but there were people that were speaking on star seeds and um, star, star seed children and things like that. And we had Brooks Agnew that was talking about inner earth and um, a lot of just archaeology, ancient aliens. Uh, we had Jock Doubleday talking about the coolest uh, idea of, of, of like mountains and it, like it all being artificial. It's not even real. Like all this stuff being like made by aliens and stuff. And I don't know, it was just mind blowing. Everything that I heard that entire week was just mind blowing. Every speaker was extremely dynamic. And uh, we had Greg Olson there. Uh, talking about all his adventures and um, at Tony Rodriguez. Oh my gosh. I had the, some of the secret space program guys were there and they actually did a, a panel. Uh, it was amazing. I got to hang out with all of them. Uh, let's see. It was Tony Rodriguez and Daryl James and um, James Rink, I think is his name. Okay. And uh, we, we had so much fun and they were actually one of the guys walked up to me. And I mean, I, I've actually been working with Tony Rodriguez a little bit. Uh, I sent him targets. He has a group uh, that, that meets twice a week in uh, zoom calls and they do remote viewing targets. And yeah, uh, Beth, he and I have been working chat, together on that. that group. Like Beth, Beth noise. She's in the chat tonight. She's in that group. I got, yes. awesome. Hey before. Beth. Yes. Okay. Amazing. Yes. So, um, so I've, I've sent the targets. I may or may not have sent them the Mel's whole target, by the way. And, uh, and they came up with some really interesting data on that. Very interesting. And, uh, and I'm going to be getting with Tony to talk about that more, uh, in the future. So, but anyway, so I knew Tar Tony already, but, uh, I got to meet, you know, I, some of the guys, I think Daryl had come up to me and wanted to talk to me about some of the cryptids he'd experienced underground in some of the bases. And, uh, and it was 
terrifying. And they weren't cryptids. They were more like chimeras. Okay. Because uh, a lot of times when I'm remote viewing um, a, a property, for instance, like a, a national or state park that has cryptid activity on it, uh, my data is taking me underground and I'm seeing these bases and, uh, and I'm, there's labs down there where they're creating chimeras. Um, and, and there are like layover hubs for the SSP and this stuff's in my data. I didn't even know what the secret space program was uh, at all. And I'm, I'm getting all this stuff in my data. Um, and so we talked about that at the conference too. But, uh, but Daryl had mentioned he's, he's actually planning on coming on my show, hopefully next week. We'll see. Um, but he was telling me about a, a chimera that he saw underground that was, it was bad. It was, it was like a bunch of like human animal hybrids and stuff. Uh, that were down there. So uh, I'm not going to give it all away because I'd like for him to talk about it on, on my show because I don't want to get it wrong. It's very disturbing. Very disturbing yeah, I know stuff I've had Daryl and Tony on my show. They have some really good information. Nice. Like I, I, Absolutely. Uh, Daryl, Daryl has, has had some experiences with reptilians. I know, like, you know, yeah. he talked about that on my show and, and, uh, and Tony's supposedly been off planet, you know? So like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, do I believe them? I do because I don't, I can't say no. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't like to, I don't like to doubt anybody's story because um, I think it takes them a lot of courage to come out with their story. And a lot of times these people aren't looking for fame. They're just looking to be heard. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, I've met them in person face to face, hugged them, shook hands, hung out with them for an entire week. I gotta say, it's hard not to believe, um, believe them, very credible, very credible people. And, uh, you know, I, I do also know that, you know, a lot of people will say, well, maybe it's just like mind control. I mean, I think there's a huge aspect of like Project Montauk involved and mind control and all that. I think it's just all combined. Uh, yeah, and, and, you know, I've, I, I, I do talk about time travel, time edits, time manipulation. There is technology to do that. Uh, maybe they are, who's to say they aren't taking people away for 20 years at a time and using them and then bringing them back and they're laying in their bed as a kid again. I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, it's like I say, the more I learn, the less I know at this point. Um, but yeah, I've, like I said, I've met them in person and uh, I believe that uh, they're credible. Absolutely. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, I, I don't have any other questions. Do you want to tell everybody where they can find your show? And, uh, and, and, and thank you, Jessica. I always love having you on the show. Like you're so much fun to talk to. Like, I mean that from the bottom of my heart, like I really enjoy talking to you. You're really cool. Thank you, Rob. I like talking to you too, man. We have a good, we have good conversations and uh, we need to do this more often for sure. Yeah. And uh, you need to come on my shows. I've got spaced out radio every week and I'm a weekend host at spaced out radio. You guys can find me there Saturday and Sunday nights at 10 PM Eastern. I'm over here on the East coast like Rob. And, uh, and so, yeah, you can find me there. I have a show. It's about cryptids and whatever. I bring some of the biggest and best, brightest folks that are in the research field and experiencers uh, when it comes to cryptids on my show. And even people talking about time manipulation too, and secret space program, all that stuff. Um, now I do have uh, my own YouTube channel. It's the Cryptid Huntress over on YouTube. So y'all please go subscribe and watch all my videos. Uh, I just had a live show today uh, where I interviewed Cryptid 559's Javier Morales. Uh, he's had some personal dogman experiences, modern day pterosaurs, all sorts of crazy wild cryptids out there in Fresno, California. 
But uh, every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, I do have a daytime show on that channel. And then every Thursday night, I do a show where I remote view stuff wacky, crazy, weird stuff. And, uh, and I do a show about it every Thursday. I've been doing a remote viewing show for, I guess about a year and a half, maybe two years now. It's been a while. Uh, and so that's a lot of fun. So y'all please check that out. It's the cryptid huntress on YouTube and I'm all over social media at the cryptid huntress. Um, except for Twitter, it's huntress Jessica. So I'll, I'll uh, put the links in the description, like any links you want me to put in, I'll send, I'll put your YouTube and, okay. and everything else. And thank you, Jessica. This thank was awesome. You. And guys, just if you want to support me, you know, all the links will be in the description. I haven't put them in there yet, but I'm going to put them in there. I uh, use the affiliates. Like I have affiliates now. Happy Hippo Kratom. They sent me a bunch of Kratom. I don't, I don't even, it's good. It's, 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 I don't know. I, it's, a, it's an affiliate, right? So like, I can't about say yeah or nay. I mean, but I know this, Jessica, well, if I come on your show, I'll control the lights. I won't have the lights going crazy the next time. <laughs> like I do. I like I your lights. I like it. Well, listen, I had, I, I apologize. I forgot to turn my AC unit off before I started. So it's probably been a rumble in the background, this whole show. So I'm sorry, but no, I'm nice and cool. You're, you're At good. least I'm cool. I haven't, I haven't gotten a sweat today. So that's good. But I apologize if it was loud. Okay. Well, it was good seeing you and thank you everybody Me for too. tuning in tonight and uh, until next time. And uh, yeah, thanks everybody. Thanks, Jessica. I can't end the broadcast. This thank you. Bye y'all. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody.